0: For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. We are in a time of fasting and prayer for 21 days, as you know, and We just ask you to do what's on your heart to do. Just participate, be a part of it. Praise God and just join together with us as we look to God. Just to pour out His Spirit, manifest His glory, show Himself strong, touch hearts, change lives. Amen. Just work mightily within our midst. I just want to share a few things before we get into ministering to the Lord and in our prayer time this evening. Uh, In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, uh, verses 18 and 19, here Jesus makes His first mention of the church. Once again, that's the first mention of the church. And notice he said, my church. It's his church. We all can agree to that, right? It's his church. Well, when Jesus came here on the earth, what he did was he demonstrated the authority that God gave Adam from the very beginning. I could say the first Adam from the very beginning. As you recall back in the garden when he said, I'm giving you dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and then every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, etc., etc., He gave that over to Adam so that Adam would would govern and manage the kingdom, the, the earth. That's what he did. Well, that didn't take him very long to lose, did it? He lost that dominion because of his sin. He gave him authority over the animal kingdom. And what happened? A serpent was used by the devil. And you know the story from there. Well, when Jesus came and walked upon this earth, he showed us. What that authority should look like. You go back to the beginning and we don't see Adam using that authority in any way. He could have, we don't know, but it's not listed for us. Maybe he told elephants what to do, where to go, where to, et cetera., et cetera. told fish to come, and wh- whatever. Whatever, he, he, if, he, if he did use it, we didn't see it. we don't have it recorded in Scripture. But when Jesus came, the second Adam, and remember, he came, not just operating in his deity but as an individual, a man under the Old Covenant, anointed by the Spirit of God. And when he came on the scene, he demonstrated what it looks like for a man to have dominion and operate the way God wanted him to operate in governing his and managing his earth. And what did he do? Well, he started by turning water into wine. And then he proceeded to heal an overman's son, exercising authority over sickness and disease, And then he spoke to the wind, the waves of the sea, and they all obeyed him. And then, of course, uh, there was a time when he took a boat and just translocated it from where they were at over to the other shore with the people that were in it. And then, of course, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. I mean, the list goes on and on to all the things that Jesus did when he was here upon the earth. He conquered disease. He conquered demons and raised the dead. And so he demonstrated what Adam's authority looked like. We could see what it looked like. He multiplied food, fish, etc. And, and bread. And fed masses amounts of people on a little boy's lunch. So Jesus demonstrated to us what this authority looks like. Well, it'd be great if we could have some of that authority, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Well, look at Luke's Gospel, chapter 10. Wouldn't that be great if we could tap into some of that authority? Mm Mm-hmm. It sure would. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Is your name written in heaven? Absolutely. So is mine. Our names are written in heaven. He gave us authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. And so as we enter into this time of fasting and praying, we want to see to it that we understand the fact that, that Jesus recovered all the authority that Adam lost. And then he passed it on to us so that we could use that dominion and use that authority to transact business for him here upon this earth. And really govern the earth with the authority of his name. That's what he did. And you see the sad part about it is this, the church doesn't know that. For the, lo- for, for the most part the church has lost that or if they, if they ever knew it or understood it and because they don't understand it we just live by this all. Said, sada what will be what will be well that's not how he wants us to live he wants us to exercise dominion as he said why would he give them dominion if it wasn't for them to use now someone I know just thinking just saying well you know that was for them Well, what about Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, that tells us, Go in all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, so on. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name shall they speak with new tongues. In my name shall they and take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In other words, he said, I'm giving you the power of attorney to use my name to transact business, to govern the earth, manage the earth the way I want it to be managed. And so he gave us this privilege, this opportunity. And he said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. The gates of hell represents governments, councils. You could say Ephesians chapter 6 when it talks about our battles not with flesh and blood, but with what? Principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. In other words, this is where the battle lies. We've been given the power and authority of the name of Jesus to see to it that these powers do not prevail over the church. Well, how's that going to happen, Lord? And I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. The keys stand for authority. He's given not just Peter, but he's given the church. His church has the authority, the power to use his name to transact business once again. And so he's given us authority over all the power of the enemy. And when he said, whatever you bow be bound. Whatever you loose will be loosed. In other words, whatever you lock up will be locked up. Whatever you unlock will be unlocked. Whatever you choose to open will open. What you choose to close will close. And it's high time that the church rise up to a higher standard and a higher place and start praying correctly and exercising dominion correctly. It's not that we're just asking God to do something. We're taking the authority that He has given us, and we're doing what? Making declarations and decrees here upon the earth that align with the will of God for our lives, individually, our family, our church, and our nation, and so on. And so, praise God, there's a difference between asking and commanding. We can ask God to do certain things. I'm asking him all the, we can ask Him all the time, for example, to stay His hand in judgment, extend his hand of mercy over America. We can ask him to pour out his spirit, to manifest his glory among us. We can ask him to save the lost, heal the sick, and set the captives free. But there comes a time when you and I have got to rise up to a place that we say, okay, we're asking God to do his part. Now, our part is to do what? Bind and loose, lock and unlock, close and open, to stand against. For example, in 2 Chronicles 7:14, we know what it says, if my people called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from wicked ways, I would hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. We've asked him to do that. Well, you know what? I'd making in the declaration, he's heard us. Amen. He has heard us, and I know he's moving by his spirit, and we're closing the door to the activity of Satan in our government, in our nation, our land, and our church, in our families, in our individual lives. We take authority over all the powers of darkness and render those powers ineffective. They will not in any way, shape, form, or fashion dominate our lives. We take authority over sin. We speak to sin, praise God, and declare it. It's not more powerful than the righteousness of God that's on the inside of us. The Bible says, be holy for I am holy. You realize our pursuit of holiness is manifested in our outward man. Is the number one priority as far as God is concerned. He said this, without holiness no man will see the Lord. Didn't he say that? So God wants us to live a holy life. That is externally, that's on the outside. On the inside, we've been positionally, we have holiness, but he wants it to manifest on the outside, in our conduct, our character, our speech, our attitudes, and that sort of thing. And so, as we take this to heart, and we have these opposing forces of darkness coming against us to try to stop that from happening, what are we supposed to do? Take the name of Jesus, and command or demand the devil to get his hands off our lives, off our family, off our church, off our state, off our nation, we believe that God greater is he in us than he that is in this world and so it's up to us to rise up to a place to where we understand our dominion and we release God's miracle working power we lock up and bind up satanic activities all the strategies all the wiles of the devil the deceptions that he tries to impose upon people's lives to make us think wrong so that we don't align ourselves with the will of God and the word of God and so tonight we're going to do some declaring We're going to do some decreeing. And that's what God would have us to do. So we're going to start by worshiping Him, because I believe that's how we enter into His presence. We're going to worship Him. We're going to minister to Him. And then later on, we're just going to make some declarations of faith that we believe what God is doing in our midst. In your life, in your family, uh, with your children, or again, in our church, our state, our nation. Praise God. it's time to rise up, take our place, and transact business for the living God that we serve. Bind those demons that are doing what? Keeping your loved one from coming to Christ. They may not come unless you take authority over that spirit that's blinding their minds and just say, I release you of your assignment over that person's life. So let's do it. Let's minister to the Lord first.